Hi and welcome to the Financial Fox. So what the Fox is going to bring you today? We have all heard the buzzword of SSI, self-sovereign identity, decentralized identity, DITS, verifiable credential, KYC on the blockchain. Oh gosh, it's so much. And identity is a big thing in Web3 everybody's talking about. Now, I have also covered some aspects of identity in Web3 with my friend Sandy Carter at Unstoppable Domain in a previous video that you can watch on our channel. I'm going to put the link in the description, but I really want to go deeper into the topic of decentralized identity and what is SSI technology and how it can help people, businesses and governments solving real problems. Joining me to shine a light on the subject is Tim Brockman, founder of IMX. So first of all, let's start with um, a little bit about yourself, who you are and uh, what is uh, IMX? Yes, thanks a lot for the introduction. Yeah, my name is Tim B, Tim Brockman. From, uh, I'm born in Germany and the company is founded last year. So we, have, uh, we are nearly open one year. And we grow very, very fast to 25 people with IMX, which is delivering a decentralized identity solution on several levels. So it's an SSI ecosystem, which stands for self-sovereign identity, which gives you as a owner of your identity, the identity back. I will talk a little bit about that later. And on the other side, we are in the core a compliance company, which is uh, very boring because we do KYCs, KYBs for banks and uh, DEXs. And it's something which enables Web3 because the layer in Web2 of identity and that you really can prove who you are without revealing who you really are. So you can say, yes, I'm, I'm a human being and I don't give you more, but I'm here, I'm real. And from this, you know, just single sign-on level to, okay, I'm Steffi and the company proved that I never had political exposed people I didn't trade with. I never was involved in uh, anti-money laundering. This is what institutional, institutional investors have to do. So in the first, if you look at it at first, we enable, we enable investor in, in, in institutional investors to invest in blockchain because that is uh, in, in big investors they have following they have to follow rules certain rules which calls financial regulations yeah, exactly. I think you mentioned so many important aspects. Definitely the aspect of for any user to own their data, that's very important, but also the aspect about compliance and financial regulation. And this, you know, this might not be a big thing for, you know, um, the every person, but it is a big thing in the financial industry. Now, you mentioned the aspect of compliance. So let's just get this clear. So far, we had company they were providing KYC in term to, to get um, financial institution to be compliant, but they were providing data, not decision making on, compl on compliance. So what I want to understand is I'm a, IMX providing a technology that can actually make a decision about comp compliance for financial regulation. No, we're delivering the tech to transfer your data in a zero knowledge proof. So 
what I saw in the beginning that you can reread that you you know who you are and you can show someone that you are someone be, without revealing your data. You reveal your data when someone, usually a state or governments, likes to know who is behind this wallet. So in general, it's easy to explain it like if you have a DEX, a platform and two anonymous wallets coming to a DEX and like to make a trade. So in general, this is something very nice because you don't have to reveal who you are. So we stay in the anonymity of uh, uh, the web, the internet. But we have also malicious actors in the world dealing with kids, selling drugs, selling weapons, everything what we don't like, which is not, it's not the best way to do that. And also anti-money laundering. So we, we promote to have a web which is secure. How can we do that? Two wallets entering a, a DEX and inside this wallet, there is a KYC. But this KYC is in clear data, just visible for you or for the ones where you say, yes, they should see it. Now you come on a, with a wallet, two wallets coming to a, to, to a DEX and uh, making big trades. And then the government asks, okay, dear DEX, it was the Steffi DEX in this case, Dear Steffi Dex, you know, there were two actors and we think one is malicious. He makes, uh, he's, uh, un he makes money laundering. So please, uh, Steffi, tell me uh, who is behind the wallet. And you, as your follower, anonymous, uh, anony anonymity, you say, no, we just can tell you, I can tell you, I can't tell you who it is, but I can tell you in this wallet, there is a KYC and this KYC in real data is saved in Switzerland with KYC Spider. KYC Spider, that's KYC.ch, is a very old, old traditional company. They are in compliance uh, since 20 years and we are a strategic partner of them. So they use us to bring KYC solutions in the way Web3 needs it, with all the anonymity and everything, to Web3. So we just say then, or you as a Steffi Bank, sorry, this wallet, I don't have data. IMX don't have data because we don't like to touch data. We are Swiss and German company. So uh, if we touch data, one of my legs is already in prison. So we don't like to touch data. Well, to touch data of people we don't like. But we transfer it in a zero knowledge proof. So we don't store it, but we send it to KYC Spider in Swiss and they store it on their own server, which is very important because to reach a Swiss server, it's very, or the data out of the server, it's not easy. So you really have to be, have to have a letter from a juristic, jurisdiction in a country who really likes to tell Steffi, please, as a bank, show me the data of this wallet. And you say, yes, we, I always look that I know who are my actors, but I don't like to have the data. But the data is in Swiss. With our technique, you can get this data, then you can give it to the governments if they ask, hey, we need to know it. Um, but this is a long way. So we like to protect data to the max. That's the reason why we have decentralized server in Swiss or owned, or it's, it's wrong, decentralized, very centralized servers. They're just owned by KYC Spider and they are not in a cloud or something. So we like to, like that our clients store their data in a very safe place.
Yeah, fantastic. So for everybody that is not familiar with the term KYC is know your customer and KYB is know your business. And those are all procedures that you have to do when you are. Yes, for KYB, it's, it's in general, it's the KYC of all the shareholders. And you check if these companies or if these companies really have been involved already uh, with political exposed persons or if they ever have been in a criminal investigation yeah that will be tested and secured and if there's always green lights the people can can get their kyb and will be accepted then exactly and those are all procedures they are requested as you are for example you are onboarded in a financial institution now team very important this process about kyc kyb is very inefficient i mean it's expensive it takes time and this is a big frustration perhaps for some financial institution they are trying to onboard more people and uh, the question is uh, is blockchain and uh, um, SSI being able to make it better and if, he, if it is that I, I believe this is what you think um, give me a, some numbers so how much does it cost now to do KYC how much you can save if you are implementing this kind of solution so you know people can have an idea on how this technology can be disruptive yes so first of all I think if you are first of all perhaps we have to say what is blockchain? What helps blockchain? Blockchain is the is 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 most, it's the slowest and most expensive database in the world we have, but it's very safe because it's decentralized. And how can we use this tech in our, with our technique? First of all, the blockchain is there to give trust. Yeah, we can be anonymous, but the blockchain solves the problem. How can I tr trust another party? Yeah, very simple. And on this blockchain, there has to be for sure who can I trust? And this layer was always missing. This is the SSI layer, the self-sovereign identity. Or if you c compare it with the URL, you know, the internet site, www, come to Steffi, or www.imx.id, this is the URL. And it did, is the same, but with identity inside. So that having in mind, I don't talk correctly, uh, technically very cor correctly, I like to give you an overview, also people who are not very tech people. And we take, you know, to come to your convenience question, yes, we have to do 15, 20, I don't know how often I made a KYC. In general, in your whole lifetime, I think you use more than a year just typing in the same data, like your address, or your name, your birthday, it takes away more than a year of your life. So that's something we can change if we make KYC reusable. And the blockchain gives us the possibility to do so. So you make one KYC with KYC Spider, with a bank, which something everybody trusts perhaps. So if you have it and make it reusable in your cryptographic wallet with our tech, and we don't store identities on blockchain, we don't store your identity there because we can't ever change it. And perhaps you get married, you change your name or something and we can't change it. So that's very important that people know you can't never ever store something on blockchain which has something to do with your identity because you can't change it. And we have something developed where we, we don't even have to use the blockchain, just in very small parts. You can, you can use the blockchains and we are blockchain agnostic so you every blockchain can use our tech 
because we are we, we just point where your identity is living. So usually it's living on IPFS with a very special tech that we always point where the identity is and we can change it there. We can put a new over it. So this is very important to fulfill GDPR because you always have the right as a human being to erase your identity on the blockchain. So if you work with your bank and you, 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 you change the bank, you say, okay, please erase my data. I don't like that you have it anymore. This is a law and we have to fulfill this GDPR law also in Germany and in, in Europe. Huh? It's a, in, in the States is not this tough, but we will also, you know, we, we are compliant with GDPR worldwide. And um, this is the compliance that you can reuse it. So you have your KYC in your wallet, you enter another, you know, you like to rent a car. Steffi and Tim goes to Mallorca holidays and or you come from Italy. We go to Sicilia, which is very nice. Okay, so we go there. We booked a car. We looked in the web to normal website. We look which the nicest car. Okay, Steffi chooses a cabrio, but the cabrio is perhaps too expensive. So but there is lock out with IMX. When you lock out with IMX, you co first you have to, to connect your wallet. Like we all know, you connect your wallet. And then the website, you know, let's it be six car rental, uh, has a lockout for IMX. And when you lock out, you give everything of your the answers in the question container from six car rental. So six car rental comes to us and says, Steffi, okay, you Steffi, you have a driving license, you're not criminal, everything okay. With one click, you give it all to them. And because you use that, because if IMX shows you the way to book a car with sixth we get a com we get a commission from sixth and this com commission will be split and you as a customer will be rewarded so with sixth we, you get an update so the cabrio was perhaps too expensive now you get a cabrio because you get updated upgraded upgraded from uh, from six this is how we work with uh, we have now 52000 partners um but I work a long, long time in affiliate marketing. I have another company, which is a mobile phone company, and we work with affiliate companies there. So this is nothing very special. It sounds special to have such a lot of partners, but we have uh, since 15 years, a lot of network partners there, which we work a long time. So we sold mobile phone contracts, including a rental car, including whatever you you like to have so we we did it with leasing cars we did it with mobile phones it's very usual you buy a mobile phone contract and get a, a an apple phone something and this is we do it since ages with you you put netflix to a mobile phone contract and everything so this is what we do where the user will be incentivized to use this new technology and uh, this will we will also have people now you have you already started with you have your KYC in your wallet and then you can reuse it. But how do we get all these KYCs? I told you we are working, we, are, we have a telephone company since a long time and we work with Vodafone, Telefonica and other companies there, Deutsche Telekom, and they already have millions of KYC data there. There will be also your KYC with your Italian uh, telecommunication provider and we ask them, can you please send out to your clients who have a KYC, a letter or email, do you like to onboard here and profit of our affiliate program? So you get updates and stuff like that. So we onboard KYC people and can give them a reusable KYC. So we onboard all the telephone people 
telecom people, and then they even don't know what is blockchain. They don't have to know. They just work with the technique. So we are very crypto. I always separate crypto people, you know, Lambo, when Lambo, and blockchain people. When is the solution in the real world? And we are building. We are in the real world. We like to onboard people to the new technology. And SSI is, I think, and yeah, that's also why I choose this 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 path in blockchain. One of the most important and the biggest game changer we have in the next ten, century, that we have our that we own our identity, and not the big tech corps own our identity. So so self-sovereign identity or SSI let's just give an easy definition so then uh, yeah that, I think that's quite important at this point we already yeah. took quite a lot but what is SSI? SSI is uh, in, in general it's, it stands for self-sovereign identity which is uh, a solution to give the identity back to you that you manage your identity and it's like an ecosystem if we look on, in the world we live today, we unlock our phone with our biometrics, fingerprint or face. We lock in services with lock in with Google, lock in with Apple, lock in with Amazon, lock in with some meta products like Facebook or whatever. And if you look at these companies, you give them a lot of your, of your data and you do it because you like to use their services for free. So if a service is for free in the web world, you are the product. That has to be very clear because nobody's working for you for free, especially not the big tech cops. So if you open, Steffi, you know, we have now, we know each other a little bit and you know nobody perhaps from Apple, but you open your phone like this. Please send me your biometric data. I like to do something beautiful with it. You will tell me, Tim, I like to, but I can't. I even can't send it to my mom. And I think you trust your mom more than me. So your data are gone. You can't, you, you always give it away, but you can't use it yourself. This is something you really have to think about. That everything you do, everything where you carry your mobile phone, someone knows it and someone uses it. And a lot of beautiful girls or good looking girls like you, they post in Instagram, you give content. Then we have very intelligent people who write a lot and give ton content. And if you look at Instagram, you entertain me looking at your holiday pictures, but who gets the money? It's our friend Mark Zuckerberg. He gets more and more money, but the content is coming from you. And to think about this deeper, you will come to, okay, I'm a journalist. I like to even get paid for an interview, not YouTube. Yeah, you put your video on YouTube. Isn't it better if I get from every view who give me a heart or kudos or whatever, it wouldn't be cool to get one cent for this. And I would like to it. I will do it. You know, I watch a nice video. Okay, kudos here. They earn money. And this has to be enabled somehow. And SSI can enable this, that you manage your identity over your cryptographic wallets, which is like um, a dashboard where you say, okay, this data, you know, we, we, we just came from the question containers. And now there's a question container from Netflix. You like to buy Netflix, but you don't like to give out your data. So you have an answer container for all these different companies. And this enables that you have your data. You can prove who you are because I can also perhaps try to copy your Facebook, uh, your, your YouTube um, account. But you always prove, no, I'm Steffi. I'm here. I get the money. It was my content. And the other one was 
it's, it's gamma. Exactly. Exactly. And when I choose to interact with a platform, then when a deed is created. So can you expand on the deed? Because that's another word that people don't understand. Don't yes. Understand. So we have now explained SSI, which is self-sovereign identity, yeah. which is the ecosystem. And we have a DIT. DIT does not stand for decentralized identity. Not. It stands for decentralized identifier which you can think about it's a container in this container you can put in files and in these files you have information and this information called verifiable credentials so we have the container which is called the dit and in this container you put your files and the files are the information and this is the dit and with the dit this is you know where you store your personal data and these are secured by your cryptographic wallet with your private key. So nobody has the real, real text data. Nobody can see it, just you. And you're just the only one who can reveal it. And if you lose your seed phrase and your wallet is gone, our technique is like nobody can use it. Now you can't send your identity somewhere. So also people very often come to me, I have a brilliant idea, identity in an NFT. That's the biggest bullshit you can do because if your if your your wallet gets uh, hacked and uh, then someone can steal your identity or if we are robbers, I can sell you my identity and you do malicious act. So to put identity in NFT, everybody has to forget this. Never think about it again. That's not possible. I, I want to come back to that and the concept of verifiable NFT, but first of all, let's uh, add another piece to our definition, zero, zero knowledge proof. Uh, explain that because you, you use that at uh, IMX and yes. it's a very important part of, uh, you know, what we, yes, the, the flow zero, that we are passing. The zero knowledge proof, I can, we, have, we know now the SSI what it is, we know that we have the decentralized identifier and we have inside the identifier we have the credentials and i like to send it from steffi to the sixth car rental and in the middle how can we do it well where nobody should know who is steffi just sixth because they know it they, they need it if you don't like to give the data to them they will not make a contract with you very easy exactly. that's real world yeah. But, but they but, don't uh, need to know that I'm Italian, that I'm, you know, 37. They don't no. need to have all my information. No, you look much younger, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. If we transfer the data, it is it should be like nobody can see it. And this is if you reveal your data, you prove, yes, I can prove that I'm Steffi. So now the container from six comes to you and said, are you Steffi? And you say just yes or no. In between the people, they just see your yes or your no, but they never have the question eh, to say it in an easy to understandable way. The zero knowledge proof is that you prove that your data is right. This is without really revealing it. So you always reveal a yes or no. You get a question from me, Steffi, are you 13? Answer no. Okay, she's not 13. I can't interact. Are you older than 18 to buy this bottle of wine? you say, yes, I'm older than 18. It's enough to deliver you a bottle of wine. Yeah, they don't need to know your eye color, where you live, exactly what you said, your age. This is your private life and this has to be respected in the future because today we give everything away with one hook and you do it every time you open Google. Yes, I accept.
Don't forget what you accept. And some people tell me, but I feel well. It's a good life. I, I don't have nothing to hide. It's not about you hide something. It's not about you own something and you own really your identity. You don't give it to everybody because you will see if you choose these different computers and work, play with different identities on these two laptops with Google. There you are, man. There you go. You get completely for the same questions. You get completely different answers. So they know such a lot of things of you. And I think I like to see if I give today's star and it's Christmas. So I will definitely get something with Christmas. But perhaps I'm just looking for another thing with I is star, the Converse star, perhaps from the brand the star is I'm looking for. But Google and everybody knows so much about me. They already push me in this direction. And I don't like that. I don't need that. I like to be very free and I like to keep my information for me. And I like to reveal it when it's possible. And I like to profit from it. Google can ask me, Tim, can I use your per private data? Yes, give me 10 euros a month and you can use it. Exactly. No problem. Yeah. Exactly. So okay. I have nothing to hide. So I would give them the, my personal data, but I like to profit. I like to, I can do charity. You know, if I were in the real world, Google pays me a thousand euro a year. And uh, for my personal data, I can choose. I like to give it to charity. That will be a super nice use case. To, how can I use my data? And if you tell the people in the planet who say, I don't, I, I, I don't care with my identity decentralization, tell them you get a thousand euro for free. Do you do it or don't? And everybody will say, yeah, 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 for sure. Give it to me. Exactly. Okay. Now tell me where the blockchain come in and the role the blockchain is playing in all this process that we just described. We will have a, a very um, regulated uh, world there. Um, we have all these problems from the from this really tough crypto year, with FTX, Alameda, and different others got bankrupt and have been really malicious player. So if we if everything was regulated, like the wallets and everything, you see where the money goes. You have very fast alarm signals, what's wrong there. And I think the regulation will come so hard that you can't work with your wallet without a KYC inside. So if we sell NFTs, and I don't talk about art NFTs, I talk about NFTs which are uh, connected to, uh, with securities. So the biggest uh, money is bound worldwide is bound in real estate. So the biggest dream of a lot of people is how I can fractionalize and put real estate NFTs to, to trade with them. And then you need KYC. Today you can do it without, but not with real estate, but you know, you can, you can trade, you can enter swaps without having a KYC, but this will change. This will be dramatically changed. And I think it's good that it's changed because also if I'm going to a bank, if I make trades with you, I like to be in a safe environment. And if we keep the max, the max, the, the max of anonymity, I support this a lot. There should be KYCs in the wallet, but nobody has to can see it. But if you are malicious, you have to, re people will reveal it. They will say, yeah. Steffi did this. She traded with weapons. We have to know who she is, this wallet. And that will come because we need it. We, If my mom enters the web and just flips a little bit NFTs, she will be 
she will be completely bankrupt the first day because there are too much scammers. And our yeah. tech with we have we verify also NFTs, we verify certain products. And then it's uh, we have uh, Discord bots which are verified which are connected to a DIT. So DIT is our world. We do everything with DITs with a decentralized identifier. And yeah, we need a better, easier world. You know, we 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 are you know living in an echo chamber. Everybody is a little bit of freak. You know, doing, knowing what to do, how to do. But people, external people, they look at us and see, wow, this is like flying a jumbo jet. I, I like, I don't like that. And I listen, I hear the scams of blockchain. I don't like blockchain. I don't touch it. And for us, we talk about Web3, so it's an evolution and people should onboard to this evolution. So we need a really safe place that this evolution can take, yeah. can, can happen finally. Exactly. So SSI is coming to blockchain and is going to be a very important part. Um, it's the people the just that you know, it's like 15 years people do research or longer, 16 years now people do research yeah. with uh, with uh, the SSI, with decentralized identities, the W3C consortium, the World Wide Web Consortium, which is also the inventor of URL of a lot of things. So without uh, the World Wide Web, we can't talk because they defining standards and our DIT method is verified by W3C. So it's already here. It's just not used and not explored enough. And this is doing my company, IMX. Okay, fantastic. Now, tell me a little bit about the NFT, because that's something that you, you have been working with, the NFT maker. And, you know, it, it sounds a very interesting concept. So if you can kind of like explain it, uh, yes. I think that would be great. It's, a, it's also one of my funny stories, I think. I start, it started 20 years ago with this teddy troop. Yeah, this is a vinyl toy. And there's an artist called Flying Fortress. And he does this small little uh, teddies with different things, you know, out of graffiti business. Um, he did this in 20 years. So we said, okay, let's develop an NFT collection about this because it's, it's super nice for collectibles because he's doing it in more than 20 years. So we built it, we had a collection ready. And then people told us because we were new in this, in this space, it's like two years ago, one and a half year ago. Um, when we started, people told us, hey, you have to verify with JPEG store. Like, like it's, it's the open sea of Cardano. We yeah. started our, our journey on Cardano. Um, and then people, we said, why, why a gallery, a second marketplace, should verify the artist? It's like I open a gallery and I say, okay, this is a Picasso. I will guarantee this is a Picasso. So this already sounds scammy for us. So we decided to help this artist. It's, it's a very, very long-time friend of mine. I say, okay, we will find something to verify. We will think about it without making a KYC. It should be fun. It should be not like, wow, KYC, like the bad KYC guys are coming. No, it should be fun. So we think every uh, every NFT project has a website, has a Twitter, and usually has a Discord. If they are bigger, they have Instagram and whatever, you know. And you, we developed a possibility, which is so easy. If you mint on NMaker or every other minting is possible to integrate there, it's an API. You click your hook for you as a as a project owner, you give in your, your you, you key in your uh, social media accounts and we put a ring of trust. You prove to us that you are the, that you can, um, that you can enter these profiles. And then we think, okay, this must be Steffi. And we tie this token, your identity token then, this we tie to your royalty token in the Cardano network today. 
And uh, so we have a kind of verification where people can dial and say, so do your own research. I can research. Is this really Steffi's project? Because think about your Paris Hilton. Everybody will scam you, but we need to find the real project. So you can just have a very, very good possibility to check if this project is really legit. It was a very easy but funny uh, story for us because we had to solve a problem again. And the problem was I have with my old graffiti friend. And uh, yeah, we solved the problem and I also have a stake pool. We then developed the V pool tool. V is always verified. And in Cardano, you have a, a quite nice native staking project or, or the, 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 it's, it's a native staking there. So you put your ADA in and you get rewards without having to do a lot. My mom can do it, by the way. So my mom uh, can stake ADA, which is very easy. And also these pools often get scammed. They get, just get copied. The name is a little bit different and people delegate to the pool, but don't get anything back. So delegators get scammed. They don't get their ADA back. And this we changed. So we have like an imprint within the pool metadata. So we like to verify and identify a lot of different things, but our main main tool is the reusable KYC, KYB, but we have some small tools around it. Also a collector's portal, a delegation center where you can yeah, take stuff and put it around your NFT project. And, and then you have a wallet that is coming up next year. So well, talking about wallets, that's kind of like the key things that has to be adopted in order to kind of put all these things together. And so far, not everybody's so familiar with a wallet. And when you think about a wallet, people think like, like a real wallet that you can open and you can have all the things that you need and you don't need 300 wallets as you are doing things in the real world. So just, uh, just to wrap it up, just tell me a little bit about this, uh, um, the, main, the, the ado mainstream adoption of wallet. How is it going to happen? Because we want an easy wallet that we can use anywhere with inside all the key, you know, all our credential, all the information that we need. Yes. So we have to, in our case, we um, separate our ID wallet and we have the normal payment wallet like MetaMask, Eternal, who, whatever wallets exist in the world. And we can connect the ID part uh, through an API. So. We are not competitors to any wallets in the world. We just like to give every wallet uh, operator the possibility to integrate very easy um, a, a really regulated or really compliant uh, ID solution. And so our wallet is just an extension to wallets. And I see always ID wallets like a CD player. So today I'm a Twitter. I put my Twitter CD in because today it's my Twitter identity. And perhaps you have Twitter one, two, three identities. So you put it in and log in. And from this moment, you just use this identity. And then you change. We're coming back to making our holidays together, Steffi, and uh, we're going to rent a car. Then we put in the CD, the real Steffi. And with this real Steffi, you surf through the net, buying things, verifying things, doing something important. And yeah. if you have a wallet, so I think if you if you if you're in crypto a long time, you have perhaps 20 wallets for different things yeah. and you can always add your fear the wallets. We have to see one, two, three, four, five and your identity is one, two, three, four, five. And you choose which identity you put from day to day different. You can always change to put the identity 
into this wallet. So if you act with your Twitter One account, you can put in the governmental approved KYC data from Steffi and go. You can also take another identity where it's just written, you're not Steffi, you're like, uh, whatever, uh, who's a very famous actress, actress, yes? And put this name in as a fun and work as Princess in Leia from Star Wars, yeah? Exactly. And I think these things becomes very interesting when we think about metaverse and gaming yes. as well. And so, if, yeah. if we meet in a metaverse and now you tell me because we met each other a long time, several times there, you say, I, I like to sell you something. I've, I'm collecting this and this. I, I like to have it. Okay, how can we do a legal, legal bound uh, contract in the future when I like to buy perhaps your car, but through metaverse, not through a newspaper and calling you and visiting you. And there are escrow, escrow service where you put the money in. Yeah, but these people need to know that Steffi and Tim, when they make the exchange, are not illegal persons. So you need to have the KYC or at least the possibility to show people, yes, I'm real. I'm not a bot. I'm not a scammer. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, it's all very exciting. I know that you have an important meeting to go. So listen, Tim, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Just, uh, just before we close, anything exciting that people should be aware that you are uh, currently working on is going to be live soon, you know, whatever kind of things you want to say. Yes, we have, we, we will have the, like, you know, already you're good informed. We will have the, the identity wallet uh, publicly available. It's online already. We are playing around with it and we're integrating now our wallet with three DEXs and three wallets on Cardano that will be ready latest mid-January. And uh, if you like to support us, we have a stake pool called IMX. And if you like to delegate ADA there, we are very happy for that because we're living also from the delegations from our, our delegators, our supporters. And no, don't worry, you stay anonymous. <laughs> yes, you don't have to reveal anything. And we will reveal end of January, we will be the first company ever who have the KYC reusable. So from this moment on, you never have to do a KYC again or never have to do like lock in your data somewhere. It's everything. Then, yeah, I'm very, I'm looking forward to this because this is was the, the really first big goal we, we are looking on since um, around a year. So yes, end of January will be the biggest thing. And in the Q2, we will onboard the first telecommunication carrier from Germany. Wow. And okay. afterwards, it, we, we, we talk already with a Swiss and Austrian telecommunication, uh, mobile phone carrier. And yes, we will onboard hopefully 10 million people this year. That will be a dream. Exciting, exciting. Listen, last question. Um, you are blockchain agnostic, but you choose Cardano as, uh, you know, the blockchain, the ecosystem yeah. to start with, launch. Why? It is so easy to open a stake pool and I had a stake pool, you know, this technique is amazing. I'm not, I'm not living in an echo chamber of Cardano. I, I also have ESA wallets. I played around in Solana and tested everything. So if you, I, we like to test everything. And this is the reason why we think there will be five big blockchains, the big five, they will be there soon. And if you play around with a little bit technique, Cardano is really outstanding and there is a lot of hatred because they don't like to have VCs inside. And I think it's a little bit kindergarten. So please get out of the sandbox. Look what all these projects can do, all these blockchains. And I think also IOTA is super fast. It's very nice for connecting DITs with 
Internet of Things, inside the Internet of Things. So we start with Cardano because it was easy, no gas fees, we can test around. The native staking gives us a really easy funding vehicle. So we collected more than 700,000 ADA through this, uh, through this take pool to our ISPO. And this is something I can just tell people, if you have an idea and like to enter blockchain, don't know where the money is coming from and your idea is brilliant, then Cardano is a really good starting point. It's really easy to collect funds also with. Okay, fantastic. Tim, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, look forward to seeing all the news rolling out. Yes, we will have another interview when I have news for you. Exactly. We can stay in touch. Exactly. And uh, yeah, happy to be, happy to know you. Thanks a lot for the invitation.